G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Well, this time on a Wednesday, we do like to check in on those latest breaking news headlines out of Israel and more broadly across the Middle East. Ron Ross has been scouring those headlines once again this week. Back with us. Hello, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Good morning, Neil. Well, Ron, we've been watching lots of media reports, uh, television reports on those protests that have been on the streets of Israel. Uh, Big developments after those street protests now because the Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, has suspended his judicial reform, saying, I will not lead Israel to civil war. What are the reports telling us? Yeah, the statement came after hours of tense negotiations as National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gavir threatened to quit the government if the legislation did not proceed on schedule. And as tens of thousands of judicial reform opponents protested outside the Knesset, Netanyahu ended up ensuring Ben-Gavir's approval after pledging that the Cabinet in its coming meeting on Sunday would approve the transfer of Israel's National Guard to Ben-Gavir's ministry. Netanyahu said that either way, his government would bring a reform That will return the balance that was lost between the government branches while safeguarding and even strengthening individual rights. The Prime Minister criticised an extreme minority among the opponents of the reforms, likening them to the mother who is willing to sacrifice her child in the well-known biblical story of Solomon's trial. Refusal to deploy for reserve duty signals the end of our country. And those who support this, or who call for anarchy and violence, are willing to tear our country apart, Netanyahu said. The Prime Minister added that the country was on a dangerous path and they would not allow it to descend into civil war. And more broadly, Ron, in the Arab world, Israel's crisis dominates the news. What's being reported? Arab broadcasters carried rolling coverage of Israeli protests strikes and political chaos, drawing the rapt attention of viewers to the internal fight over government plans to overhaul the judiciary. The crisis featured far and wide from the pan-Arab channel Al Jazeera, whose ticket was dominated by a stream of news from Israel, to Al Manar, run by the Iran-backed Lebanese group Hezbollah, which led its evening newscast with the story. Some Arabs said they hoped the crisis would lead to Prime Minister Netanyahu's political demise. Others expressed hope of more far-reaching consequences for Israel, which fought numerous wars with Arab adversaries after its establishment in 1948. Some called it the beginning of the end for Israel. Ron, we've been reporting in recent weeks around Russia and relationships with Israel. Now Vladimir Putin makes a military pact with Palestine. What's the story here? Yeah, he offered direct military cooperation and assistance to the Palestinian Authority, 
with Russian troops already in Syria, as well as Russia being in support of Iranian encroachment on Israel's border, Putin is now applying even more pressure to the Jewish state by offering military assistance to the so-called Palestinians in Judea and Samaria. Many Middle East experts believe that Putin is punishing Israel for their leader's support of Ukraine. However, this may just be camouflage. For years, Putin has been wary that Israel will be able to deliver gas to Europe, allowing them to replace Russian energy with Israel energy. So he may have an ulterior motive. Uh, let's come back to some of that uh, internal politics that's happening within Israel and Benjamin Netanyahu insisting there'll be no law against Christians after wide outrage to his proposed missionary bill. What is this one telling us? Yeah, this is interesting. After a bill punishing Christian missionaries with prison time for any type of proselytization caused furor among pro-Israeli evangelicals. Netanyahu has publicly assured that the state of Israel will not pass legislation targeting Christians. We will not advance any law against the Christian community, he said on Twitter in both English and Hebrew. Christian leaders and political actors welcomed Netanyahu's response. Evangelist Pastor Greg Laurie said Netanyahu's comments were great news. Pastor Jack Graham joined the chorus of those expressing concern about the bill, saying, I love Israel, and we need to be praying for Israel and its leaders. And Ron, a story about Bar Mitzvah and that rite of passage that we glean from the Jewish people. Now, 120 orphans celebrate their Bar Mitzvah in Jerusalem. How does this one look? Yes, I'm relieved we can finish with a sign of optimism and hope on an otherwise very challenging day. More than 120 orphans took part in a very joyous Bar Mitzvah celebration at the Western Wall. The annual event was sponsored and arranged by Kolel Kabad, Israel's longest continuously running social services organisation in operation since 1788. What a connection to Australia. The event brought together families from all over the country who have suffered the loss of a parent to celebrate the traditional coming-of-age ceremony with an aliyah to the Torah and Gala event. After receiving their tefillin, the young men were individually danced down to the hotel on the shoulders of volunteers. Tefillin is contained in a small box and includes a long leather strap worn by every adult Jewish man and containing Bible verses. It's a very emotional experience being here with my son, but it's really wonderful to have reached this day. His father passed away when he was three. Uh, bar mitzvah in Israel can be likened to confirmation in the Anglican tradition. Uh, well, Ron, there's been a pretty significant number of stories that uh, have real uh, significant challenges for the nation of Israel today and appreciate you being across those and bringing those insights to us from what's being reported in the media. Uh, Ron, always appreciate your insights. Thanks so much for joining us once again today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. 
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.